0: hey, let the system do its job and I need to do my job and things will work out.
1: This is game changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling.
2: Hey guys, Darren Bentley here, and before we get into today's episode, I just want to remind you, if you don't already know, that for this entire week... We are offering a tremendous discount on Wholesaling Inc.'s newest program, Burr Method Mastery with David Dodge. In this program, you will discover how to build a massive rental portfolio quickly and easily. But the best part is you're going to learn how to build that rental portfolio using none of your own money while saving a boatload of money in tax write-offs. To take advantage of this awesome discount, which ends Friday, by the way, head over to wholesalinginc.com forward slash rentals. Again, wholesalinginc.com forward slash rentals. Fill out the short application form and someone from our team will reach out to you to discuss the program. And when you join, you will save $2,000 off the current tuition price. You heard me correctly, $2,000 off the current tuition price. So if you are ready to get off that transaction treadmill and start generating passive income every single month, head over to wholesalinginc.com forward slash rentals. And when you join the program, you're gonna save two grand off the tuition cost and get a chance to work with one of the absolute best in the business, David Dodge, who is truly a genius when it comes to creating passive income through rental properties. So good luck and let's get into today's episode.
3: Welcome to the Wholesaling Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Arnold. Excited that you guys are with us today. Man, we got a story. I'm going to go ahead and just kind of tease it out there. We're going to entitle this one, Landing the Waco Whale. And so as we get to the end of it, we're going to talk about a a six-figure deal. These are always fun to talk about. But here's the subject matter today. Uh, We've got Cody Winner coming on today. He's a Texas guy. If you're watching the video, I knew immediately when he came on, he was from Texas because he's got like this oil rig in the background, you know, the one that pumps oil. And I grew up as a kid, actually, you know, what I would do, Cody, is I would get on those the smaller ones and I would ride them. (laughs) I would do that as a kid. That was like so much fun to do. Right. Got in a little bit of trouble for doing that, but that's like what you do in Texas for fun. That and uh, cow tipping. That's like our two (laughs) go-tos for Texas. So, Yeah. Absolutely. So super excited to have Cody Winter here today. Of course, we got Tony Javier, the master, the king of TV. And here's what you're going to get today. Cody's an advanced guy. Been in the game uh, for seven years. We'll get into that on multiple stations already. And I'm just going to tell you, wait till you hear His profit margins after the first three months. We're going to be throwing out some bigger numbers today. So excited for you guys to hear about that. So, Cody, welcome to the show. Tony, welcome to the show. What's up, fellas? How are you guys?
4: What's up, buddy? Good to see you again. As always. Cool. Thanks, Cody. Well,
3: Cody, background people are like, all right, who's this Cody winner, Texas guy? That's all I know about him. But tell us how long you've been in the game, a little bit about your business setup and so forth. Give us a
0: second. You bet, you bet. It's uh, Cody Winters out of Amarillo, Texas. Is my primary market. Started flipping houses back in 2014. Got serious about it, uh, you know, a year or two later, and uh, been trying to grow this thing ever since.
3: I love it. And you have an interesting model because most of the deals that you wholesale, you actually wholesale. You're like pretty much like 95 percent or more. So. First of all, let's define wholesaling. If somebody's newer, what does it mean to wholesale a deal?
0: Yeah, you bet. First of all, I close on just about everything. So I've already closed on the deal. I clean it up. I might paint it. I might not. And then uh, sometimes I'll list it on the MLS. Sometimes I'll just put it on Facebook Marketplace and, and sell them that way.
3: Okay. So again, to divide that to wholesale, we would define that as contracting a property you know, blasting that out to your buyer's list and selling the contract without ever closing on the deal. But what Cody's doing is he's coming in, taking cash, closing on these deals and then selling them. So that's referred to wholesaling. if you're a little bit newer to the game. Here's my question. This is very contrarian to the way most people do it. I do have a couple good buddies around the US that I know run this model Give us a couple of reasons why you decide to primarily hotel rather than just traditional wholesaling.
0: Yeah, a good question. For me and, and in, in my experience, I've found that number one, when I'm discussing the, the transaction with the seller, you know, a lot of times they want to sell it fast. And if they need to close in, you know, three days, I can accommodate that. But if I'm trying to wholesale it, that's going to be tough to do. Maybe I can, maybe I can't. And so, if I promise these sellers that, you know, I'm going to get you closed in three days and you're going to have a a huge burden off your back, I want to be able to do that. And so, that's first and foremost is just being able to deliver to the sellers what I'm telling them I can do.
3: It allows you to be a promise keeper and it allows you to control speed. And you like that ability to maintain that type of control. I totally get that. What's the second reason?
0: I hate having to, you know, have. Ten people show up at a property and go through a seller's property when one of the reasons they sell to investors is so they don't have to have people traipsing through their property and, you know, looking at their family photos or if it's a, uh, you know, a house in disarray. They're not embarrassed by that. So, you know, I just think it puts them at ease knowing that you're the only one that's going to be looking at the property and they don't have to worry about anything else.
3: Yeah. So it creates convenience. Creates a, a little bit of privacy for the seller. I get that. I hear that all the time. It's funny that they sellers use the word traping. I don't know why. I don't want a bunch of people traping through my through my house. That's so right. That's like the go to right. word. But that's how it feels, man. I don't want anyone traping through my house either. Right. I totally get it. Now, you're a seasoned guy. You close a lot of deals. You've been in the game for seven years. What's been your kind of primary bread and butter that's gotten you to where you're at so far from a marketing standpoint?
0: Yeah, you bet. You know, for the longest time, probably the first four to five years, it was a hundred percent direct mail, sending anywhere you know twenty thousand, a little more twenty thousand postcards a month, and it still works for me today. I know a lot of places it doesn't. For me, it still does, and you know that that's really my uh, my go to marketing channel.
3: Okay, so your guys doing about twenty thousand postcards per month, which that's a good right. solid amount, and that's kept you busy but then you're ready to expand. And what you told me was, hey, my overall drive here is I I don't want to go wider. I don't want to go to a bunch of other markets. Primarily, I want to go a bit deeper in my area kind of being Texas itself. It's not like you're going to go do deals out in Cali or something like that. So why TV? Is it primarily the desire to just go deeper to to increase your lead flow, help us understand why you chose television? Because there's a ton of options out there. You could choose any channel.
0: Yeah, first and, and foremost, not a lot of other people are, are tapping direct mail, but not everybody you know, has the, the wherewithal or the, or the capabilities to, to uh, market through TV. And I think second of all, just the ability, you know, these homeowners, I feel like a lot of times are just nervous about who's going to show up at their front door whenever they make the call. And this just, you know, they can put a face with the name and know who's going to show up whenever they make that call. And it puts a lot of them at ease where they, you know, might not have made that call before.
3: Yeah, so you're seeing that fact that the TV is giving you that celebrity status, that instant credibility. It's funny; I hear that is one of the main drivers for TV and radio. People love the fact that it creates that as well. So I want to I, I want to break down some numbers here. This is where it's okay. interesting because we're we're throwing some big numbers out. You've been advertising on television for how long? How many months?
0: Uh, I've been in Amarillo for a little over three months.
3: Okay. But you didn't stop there. How many more markets have you already picked up? Because you're <laughs> snowballing this thing, man.
0: Yeah. So I, I jumped into Lubbock and also Waco, Clean uh, Temple, Bryan, College Station, which is considered one market. It's a giant market, but that's uh, the third market that I'm. Yeah. In.
3: What made you feel comfortable, or what was the signal that you got that man? It's okay for me to go ahead and like, you didn't even double down, you tripled down. You just went from one to two to three. You you had to see something there that gave you confidence to start pushing the ball that fast down the field. What was it?
0: Yeah, I just, you know, I I knew in my heart and uh, the TV would be effective. I actually jumped into those other markets before Amarillo had even started. I just felt that, uh, you know, being able to, for people to see me in their homes on TV was going to be effective. And, uh, you know, I, I also feel comfortable Lubbock's I, I do quite a few deals in Lubbock or I have in the past and I was real comfortable with that market. And, uh, I've got quite a few people that know the other markets that I'm in in Texas. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, there was a little bit of nerves there going into that many markets at once, but I have no choice, but to make it work at that point. So,
3: yeah, there, there's a good quote I love. It says, uh, sometimes it's easier just to go for the home run because everyone else is so busy just trying to hit a, a double. Right. right. Like, like everyone's trying to hit singles and doubles. Sometimes, man, just go for the home run because you're probably the only one that's got the huevos to do it. You know, So right. I like it, man. Right. You're just swinging for the fences here. Tony, I have a question for you. Student-wise, talk to me about people like moving from market to market that fast, coming in and starting one, picking up two. How many, what are you seeing as a trend in your program with people doing multiple markets at this point, not just stopping at one?
4: Yeah. I mean, it all depends on on their model. So like I have many clients in uh, Orange County, if they were to do TV in their in their market, it would be really expensive because it's the biggest, or maybe it's the second biggest uh, DMA to do TV. So it'd be tens and tens of thousands of dollars. So they virtual wholesale in other markets. So It's not that hard for them to, they've found, to plug TV into other markets and figure out how to do deals there. So a lot of our clients start with one market. Um, I think Cody, if he didn't start with two markets, it was very quickly after he bought the first market, he bought a second one and then eventually bought his third one. Um, So people do it differently. Some people start with one market, get it to work, then start another. I've had someone pick up uh, as many as five markets and say, I want to buy five markets. Launch into, and then after months, few months go by, we'll start uh, launching the other markets. But it's a very plug and play model. So if we do commercials in Amarillo to do it in Lubbock, we just edit the commercial, redo the phone numbers and all of that. And then it's all up to the you know the client to set up their systems there and to find a buyer's list. So like you know right now I've got uh, a client in Orange County, she's doing another market, and then she is doing another market, not too far from you in Texas there. And her thing was, she did start her second market a little bit too fast because when she started the second market, her phone was blowing up. So you and I, Chris, started a uh, did a podcast a little bit ago with someone that I'm JVing with. So we have decided that I'm going to use my team and my systems together with her to start JVing in that market. So clients do it differently; they start with one market, expand to others, and some just swing for the fences like Cody and are like, "Hey, man, this is you know I can tell this is this is going to work or is already working." let's just add some fuel to the fire and some other markets and get it going. And as long as they can get the systems and processes set up, then um, it's a great way to scale your business. Yeah.
3: It's a rinse, repeat model. And that's what you look for. I mean, what makes something like Froyo places so duplicatable or, you know, Chipotle is—they're just such rinse-repeat models. Like they're not complicated, so you can just go reproduce it a thousand times. And so, I really do like that about television and radio—is you can just take it and just reduplicate it. It's not hard to do. You know, trying to do that with some of the other marketing channels out there, man, it's a lot more of a heavy lift for sure. So, Cody, let's hit some numbers here. This is where this is about to get interesting. So you're on running in three different markets. What's your total monthly spend right now? How much are you spending?
0: Total monthly TV spend is uh, a little over eleven thousand. Okay, so
3: eleven thousand so far. You've been up for three months. How many deals have you closed and been paid on? Money in the pocket.
0: That's been seven deals uh, with profit of one hundred (laughs)
3: eighty-seven thousand. Seven deals closed, profit of one hundred and eighty-seven thousand in three months. How you feeling about that, man?
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. I want to buy more markets. <laughs> that's
3: why you haven't buy more
0: market. Yeah. Right
3: I'm looking at myself and I'm going. That's an easy decision because now we're just over to the numerical math side of the fact of the type of return that you're getting so far. So you're looking strong. Now on top of that, you have another five in the pipeline. And again, I always like to be conservative, right? So I always uh, never want to overestimate, but those five deals, what's the pending profit on those five deals conservatively? What would you say?
0: Yeah, those contracts should average 20 each, 20,000 each. So that's, you know, another hundred thousand in the pipeline uh, with those contracts.
3: So 187,000 closed. Uh, and right. th- within the first three months, another 100,000 in the pipeline on top of that. Man, yeah. those are really, really good numbers. Now, at the top of the hour, I mentioned that I was going to entitle this, right? The Waco Well. I want to transition to this story that Cody's going to tell us about the Waco market. I think in the story, you're going to learn a few things. Um, you're going to learn a little bit about patience. Because the question sometimes is, it is better to persevere versus pivot, right? You're also going to learn about the fact of sometimes, man, the greatest part of this game is when you get that big pop. So let's talk about the Waco well and the whole story of you picking up the Waco market, kind of calling Tony. So everybody likes a great story. So (laughs) break the story down for us. What happened?
0: Yeah, you bet. So I started Amarillo and Lubbock earlier. And so once those commercials and these two markets came on, I mean, I was getting phone calls and I think I I had contracts within the first couple of weeks. And then, I mean, it's a great volume that TV was generating in those markets. Waco took a little bit longer. I didn't have the initial pop down there that I did with uh, Amarillo and Lubbock. And after a couple of months, I was starting to get concerned. I I had gotten a couple of contracts. They had fallen out uh, with title issues. And you know, I didn't have anything in the pipeline down there, and I was just starting to wonder maybe let's look and move it to another location to see if we can't get generate the same type of results here or, or what. And actually, I emailed Tony saying, Hey, it's just not working down here, let's uh look at another market. And so, so,
3: so, so- Tony got the email, I've I've gotten a yeah. few of those. like. Not popping as fast as my other ones are. Like, what's going on? Should I stay in? Should I get out? You have yeah, to know those calls. So, all right. And I'm up. not the
0: most patient guy either, but I, none I, I of us are.
3: We're <laughs> entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I'm comparing it directly to uh, my other two markets. But then, this is crazy timing, but maybe a couple of days after I spoke to Tony, I got a call from Temple, which is just south of Waco. It was a little old lady, you know, she saw my commercial. She wanted to sell her house and wanted to speak to me. And, you know, rather than trying to do it the virtual way, uh, I just hopped on Southwest, flew down there Monday, met with her, was able to get the contract. She said, you know, she gets a million postcards in the mail a month, but she saw me on TV and, you know, she trusted me. So she,
3: she literally told you that I've gotten yeah. postcards in the mail, but I saw you, Cody, on TV and I trusted you. Exactly. That's power. Exactly. That's the power of mass media right there. All right. So yes. keep going. What happens next?
0: So uh, I got the contract locked up, talked to a couple other. Uh, I knew it was a good deal right away. But then talking to some other people about this Boeing, it we're looking at potentially a hundred thousand dollar deal. Right
3: That's now. awesome, man.
0: Yeah.
1: So
3: Waco all of a sudden now was slow out of the gate. <laughs> but it came in and it dropped a bomb on you. And now you got a deal under contract that you've got a prospective $100,000 on as well. So let me ask you this. What did you learn from that? You know, people are listening, but you specifically, Cody, like what was maybe one or two takeaways from that whole situation?
0: Yeah, I think the key uh, for me is to be patient. You know, a lot of times people need to see, you know, it's like with direct mail, they need to see that you're going to be consistent and that you're, not a flash in the pan. And I think the commercials just sometimes they've got to catch the people at the right time and they've got to see that you're in it for the long haul. And I think just being patient, you know, it works. So there's, it's not like there's that much difference in uh, the markets. And so for me, it was just, hey, let the system do its job and I need to do my job and things will work out.
3: Absolutely, I totally agree one thing I've learned working with as many investors as I have is, you know, we laugh about being impatient, but what it does is it creates bouncers. You know, they try this out for a little bit, doesn't work as fast as they want or get the results they want. And then they bounce to this marketing channel and then they bounce to this marketing channel. And those are the people I talk to that complain about the fact that, well, cold calling doesn't work and direct mail doesn't work. Right. And this doesn't work. And I'm like, the issue is not the marketing channels. The issue is right. the fact that you're not persevering and writing it out because sometimes things take a little bit longer. You know, there's a principle, Cody, that we live by. And I write out all my principles, but I call it the two, two, two principle. Everything that you set out to do will probably take you two times longer, cost you twice as much and be twice as hard as you perceived it ever to be. And that tends to be the case most of the time. But I did read in a book, the good thing about entrepreneurs not thinking that is that what's actually gets us to go out and take a risk. Because if we really knew how much time it was taking off us, we'd never do it in the first place. So there's exactly the psychology right. of the piece that that works in our favor as well. So I love it. So right. fantastic. So man, if you're listening, this, this is a great story. Cody, man, I'm super proud of you. You've come in. You know you've done really well with direct mail. Again, you're a consistent guy. I just I sense consistency. You you did the direct mail thing for four or five years, still doing it, worked it, mastered it. Now you've moved on to this thing, and I know you're going to stick with it, master it, and this is why you're going to continue to blow up and and be a very very large and successful. Gonna, I was going to say wholesaler, but wholesaler
0: actually. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate it, Super Banks.
3: cool. So man, phenomenal numbers. Well done. Tony, if people are listening, like, dude, I'm all over this. I want to see some numbers like that. Where do they start? How do they begin uh, to learn more about your program?
4: Yeah, we've got a really simple and easy way to apply and see if your market's available. Uh, It's realestatemasterstv.com forward slash Chris. Again, realestatemasterstv.com forward slash Chris. Uh, just go there and apply. It's really quick and easy. Book a call with me, just like Cody did uh, about four months ago. And we'll see if your market's available, see if you're a good fit for the program. If so, we can get you launched on TV within about 30 to 45 days and get you rocking and rolling. And it's
3: that simple. So definitely check it out. And uh, we'd love for you guys to... Again, Tony and I are such believers in mass media. So television, radio, It's just been completely overlooked. So I think you guys know our perspective. Again, all marketing channels work, but if you desire to do something that's low maintenance, gives you a high quality lead, gives you instant credibility, celebrity status, the list goes on and on, man, you got to take a look at doing mass media for sure. So Cody, thanks so much for coming on, man. Just sharing your success truly an inspirational podcast. I know a lot of people are getting off of this podcast. They're fired up. And Tony, thank you so much as well for creating such a great program for everybody to see such great success. And to you as an audience, as always, thank you guys for joining us. And we will catch you soon when we add more value. Talk to you later.